Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryan. What's your name? Gary Bryan. State your name for the record. Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? Okay, well, it's just us now. Yep. Be very quiet in here. Well, it's the, the, pod, the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. So uh, yeah, that was interesting. I, I I knew we'd get a lot of stories, but I was not ready for how many stories of locking the keys in a car. And how interesting each of them were. Yeah, they was all, like all different. <laughs> and a couple of people do lock their kids in the car. They lock their so kids in the car. Oh, yeah. Babies. That yeah. was always my biggest fear. It never happened. but Right. Yeah. And the Oof. and the 2015 flex every time I go to the car wash it locks its door. I love it when guys try to open it. It looks stupid. Thank God I have the code to get in. That that was and that's the second one we had yep. about the flex. Yeah, it never happened I, I had to me an with Explorer, my Explorer, the Ford Explorer, and yeah. it used to do that. If you uh, would pull the key out of the ignition, turn the car off, you know, turn the car off, do the whole routine, and leave your car, it would lock in like five seconds once all the doors were closed. Mm. And uh, yeah, got to have your key with you. Mm. And you know what I was thinking about it? And I feel like my car, because some people were saying when their door shut, their key was in the ignition and the do- the door still locked. Right. How but did that happen? I don't understand. But you know what? I was thinking about it. And it has to be a pretty old car because my car's 2012, which isn't that old or new. It's in the middle. But I think I like it has pressure sensors on the seat. So I don't think if no one's sitting in the driver's seat that it will lock. You think that's they- it? Well... Like the the BMW that I've got that I drive from uh, South Bay BMW. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ding, ding. uh, That, if you tried, if the keys, like, if you go to the valet and they leave the keys in a cup holder for you when you get in the car and you drive off, you forget you don't have them in your pocket and you try to lock it from the outside, the horn honks. Oh. It's like, no, I'm not locking. Your keys are in here. Yeah. So it knows when the keys are in there, which is smart. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the only smartness my truck has is if I try to lock it when a door is still ajar, it won't A lock. jar? Like it's still, like it's closed, but <laughs> no, not closed all the way. Huh. Because it, usually it, uh, it'll it lock long, when the door's ajar, and then it just locks when Yeah, you, it gives me a long beep. Like it's like, huh. no, nope, your door's open. Because I can be open. outside my car, the door's open, and I lock it, and the things go down, and yeah. it, then it beeps no, when the door closes. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, and it is locked. Yeah, mine doesn't beep when the door's closed, but it will lock if the keys are not in the thing. That's why I've locked my keys in my car so many times. (laughs) I was telling Gary off the air that I said my my first car accident, a car slid into me in the snow, and I had my door open. I was stuck in the snow, and another car slid into me, and my engine was still running, door open, shut my door when when the car got hit. And I couldn't get in, and I had a hide a key, which was the little magnetic thing with the key in it that I had in my front bumper. Well, the impact of the accident <laughs> threw that key into the snow. So there I am on my hands and knees in, wow. the, in the snow with no gloves on, trying to find it, and I found it though. But that was a little—it was shady for about ten minutes. Wow. <laughs> uh, here's a text that came in. Uh, my name is Carolina. I just won those USC tickets. Woo! Thank you so much. Also, I was dying of laughter the other day when people couldn't guess the names of the movies. Frankenstein? Uh, <laughs> Darth Vader. That was, was, Dar- uh, was Star Wars. It was Star Wars? It was uh, Vader talking. It was she it? said Frankenstein. Is that Frankenstein? <laughs> you, have, you have disappointed me for the last time. I find your lack of faith disturbing. I'm and, alive. says Carolina, I've locked myself out of my car. Uh, I went to class, came back to my car, and my keys were still in the ignition. Had to wait for school security to wedge my car door open to help me get them out. I'm pretty clumsy. Have a great morning. Hey, en- <laughs> enjoy your USC football. Man, nice. so many people are texting these days. It's crazy. Yeah. We've They're- got them used to it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And now people with a bitter Raider hater text. And mine are coming through, it looks like. <laughs> I also have a, an interesting call. I, he would call during the game, so I couldn't. I put it on hold, but he didn't stay. Um, he wants to know if you'd ever run for president, Gary. <laughs> of what? <laughs> he, he was like, <clears throat> Gary Bryan's really intelligent. I wonder if he would ever like, think about running for president. See, that's how dumb he is. <laughs> I, was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, do you want to stay on hold? Yeah. You should talk to him. <laughs> you know what? You've got to be so rich to run for president. Or almost anything. I mean, I just like, to announce you're running, yeah. it costs yeah. a lot of money. I mean, look at how much... Either you have to go out and sell your soul and raise all that money, like Hillary Clinton had a billion dollars, or you've got to be so rich like Trump that you can spend your own money. You know, but one way... I read an article one time. I got this guy, this years ago, he was going to run for Congress, and he went to the Democratic Party. It didn't matter which party it was. It had nothing to do with being a Democrat. But he went to the Democrat Party, and he said, I want to run for Congress. And they said, okay, come back to us when you've raised $3 million. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. And let's see your list of friends, and let's start calling them, right? We want to see you call your friends right now and ask them for money. Wow. Because that's what you have to do. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just well, wrong. I have two friends that I went to high school with that are one's the mayor of the little town, Elmani, mm-hmm. and the other one is a councilwoman for Elmani. And they all every election year they're like, We're running again and they have to have all these fundraisers. It means just to be a local politician yeah. yes. cost a lot of money. Costs a lot of and, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the councilwoman decided she's gonna run for state, I believe it was a representative right. or a senate, uh, one of the local representations for the state, and she had to back out of it because it was just too expensive. Too expensive. Yep. And that's why you get the people you get, because they're rich, yep. and they have rich friends, oh, and they're yeah. nuts, these people are crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. The one thing, you know, I would love to run for governor of California, because I can tell you something, man, this state is run by idiots. Oh, yeah. There's not enough water, not enough electricity. We're in the richest state. We're in the fifth largest economy in the world. We can't have enough electricity. We yeah. don't have enough water. You can't figure it out. We give you $2 billion and you can't figure out how to fix the water system. I can't figure out why. <laughs> I, I know it's expensive, but it's like, dude, we've got an ocean next to us. Our entire coastline is an ocean. Yeah. It just, how can we not tap into that and desalinize? Well, Israel does it. Israel yeah. has a yeah. desalination yeah. Uh, I, I know plant. it's expensive, but you know what? You do a, it, you've got to build it. Right. It would be a building expense, but then once it's built, it should be cheaper yeah. eventually. Right. It's like long-term, but that's, I think, the problem. But long-term they did a, plan. They did a bond measure like three years ago or something like that, three, four years ago, and we gave... We voted yes, $2 billion to the state of California to fix the water system. Guess what's happened? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And and now Jerry Brown, as he leaves office, is like, hey, you're going to have to, you'll have a ration of 50 gallons per day, and we're going to fine you thousands of dollars if you use more than that. It's like, thanks a lot, buddy, for fixing the problems. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. But we keep electing these people, so who's stupid? Because they it's got us. the money. It's us. They've got the money to run. <laughs> you know? So, no, I don't think I would want to be involved in that anyway, because it's like the minute you're running, somebody's trashing you, people are attacking you, they're finding things you did in high school. I always go, I always do that, look back I'll and go, say, would I ever be able to? No. no. <laughs> no. I don't think I would be able to nope. at this point either. Nope. <laughs> no, after doing this show for 16 years. <laughs> Nope. Forget what I did in San Francisco 20 years ago. Oh, my gosh. I had people coming after me because we were doing a little bit of politics up there. I was like, I said, I, I can't do this anymore because I I can't afford to be fired every couple of years. Oh, you know? no thanks. 
Because they'll come after you, man. They come after your sponsors. It's, it's all these pressure groups and all this stuff. Say one thing they don't like. You know, you're in the box, you know? Yep. So, Yikes. Yeah. More so, Crystal, you, you run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And I will vote for you. <laughs> no, no, no. You're smart. You can do it. I could. I don't you want could. to either, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I enjoy my freedom. I appreciate, you know what? I appreciate anybody who does run who is not a professional politician. I because do. it is so hard. But these people live their whole life pretending to be somebody that they're not. The fake so the, smile. Right, with their fake <laughs> smile, and they sanitize their background and all that stuff. And then some real person tries to run with all the warts and everything, and they just rip them to shreds. Rip them to shreds. Yep. And they're biggest phonies. You know, they really are. That's our country. I'm depressed. I'm going to kneel. Go. Way to bring I'm that sorry. up. I'm going to kneel for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Who do we think is going to have the number one movie this weekend? You think it's going to be The Predator, or you think it's going to be a simple favor with uh, uh, so we got any repeats and... from uh, the week before that could stay at number one? Uh, was... The Nun? No. I don't know. Is that? I think a simple favor is going to open big because it because you almost don't really know what's going to happen at all. All the like different trailers mm-hmm. they've put out and like things Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick are posting on their social medias are just so wacky and out there that I really want to see what's going to happen in the movie. They say it's almost like a Hitchcock movie. I can imagine from what they're suspense. posting. Yeah, mystery and suspense. I have a feeling that the nun's going to hold on. That was fifty-three million for that first week. What is? I I don't know anything about that movie. Me uh, either. The, well, I've heard about it through my girlfriend's kids. They all mm-hmm. want to go see it. That's really? not my type of movie. It's just really? a horror movie. It's just a horror movie. Yeah, it's it's, just, now yeah. that you had mentioned it the other day, then I was driving and I saw posters for it. Right but before then, I hadn't even really seen posters for yeah. it. But this We're, is all the Catholic Church needs. <laughs> I don't think they're sponsoring horrifying this one. nuns now. <laughs> And then I'm looking at the Predator ads, and they're almost like a comedy now. It's like, uh, it, it, it's just, I don't know. I saw Are you these disappointed in your movie? Well, because it's Predator. It's like Schwarzenegger. It was like, it was, it was He's bad. not in this one, right? No, he hasn't been in any any for a long time. To but, the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> that's from, that's from that's Predator. Where, that's where it came Dana, from. Dana, <laughs> go to the chopper. <laughs> go. <laughs> Nah, I, I don't know. I'll save. I'll kill you last, <laughs> or whatever. Um, yeah, maybe simple favor, but and this white boy Rick thing is about the seventies drug gangs. And That's I'm getting just, some buzz. It's getting some buzz, but I'm like, dude, I, you know, I, I don't want to go back and relive that again. <laughs> I was in a drug gang, guys, and I'm telling you, it was no fun. Just, well, there just goes kidding. your presidential hopes. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, you could smoke. Well, Obama smoked pot. They had pictures of him smoking pot. Yeah. Oh, smoke pot. Blur what he was doing. No, no, I didn't inhale. No, that was Clinton. Clinton didn't inhale. <laughs> oh Truman was a big pot smoker. Who's that? Harry Truman. Oh, I'm just yeah. making it a up. A big pot <laughs> No, he dropped acid. No. I was like, I feel like the presidents probably have to do something to keep them, keep them calm in all that chaos. So do we want to do a music thing on Monday? You know what music topic we talked about what? and we never did was the sad, mo- the sad songs that right. make you cry from movies or from... You could even do shows. You know what a better way to say that is? Because I did this on Rewind. Pity Party. Soundtrack to a Pity Party. Huh, that's way better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're throwing ooh. a Pity Party. That's I, Sometimes I do that. Like If I'm in already in like a sad mood, I'm like, sad mood? I'll pick a song or an album that I'm like, this will just 
making wow. me feel worse at the moment. Most of mine are country songs when I think about pity oh. parties. Right? Yeah. But it's a great topic because yeah, they say listening to throwing, throwing yourself a pity party can actually make you feel much, much better. Because yeah. it's like releasing the Gets emotion. It out of you. Yeah. Right. It makes sense why I listen to I Adele like sometimes. Yeah, you listen to Adele. <laughs> well, yeah. You got to get it all out. Do you do you tear up? Do you start crying? Uh, I have listening to Adele's latest album, Twenty Five. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's your age. Yeah. And now, oh my gosh, Crystal, you're twenty five now, and it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Almost thirty. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> 25 was tough for me, I have to admit. I remember 25. Yeah. Yeah. I had a one-year-old when I was 25. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I had already been married for six years when I was 25. Holy wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, nowhere near yeah. marriage yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're well, on the right track, because I was here when I was 25, so... Yeah. Oh, God, are you the future for me? That's, <laughs> yep. Look, take a good look. If I would be where take Brandon's at. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a dad bod and a beard. Oh, <laughs> You'll be telling the other 25-year-old, well, when I started here, my elder statesman told me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, there is a point in life, and I don't know whether this is ever going to be a topic or not, but a point in life where you switch from being the youngest person in the crowd to being the oldest person in the crowd. Uh, and that's a shock when you realize that. I, I found out the hard way. We were at a Little League game, and my son, you know, he's playing. He's, he was eight at the time. And I'm standing next to a guy. He looks very, very close to my age, maybe a couple years older than me. And I was like, hey, which one's your kid? And he goes, oh, that's my grandson. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. no I'm the old dad. I'm the old dad out here, man. <laughs> yeah, for me, we were always like the youngest guys. We were like 21. We were disc jockeying in Chicago. Uh. <laughs> we were like going the big time, man. I mean, it was like big time. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> then you're 30, and then you're 35. And when, then all of a sudden, when you're the old guy at K-Earth. This, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, now. That's Lisa. So, look, Lisa. When, when I started here, honestly, I got the programming department, because you can't count promotions, because they're always the young, you know, young kids out of college. Yeah. I was the youngest person in the programming department for about five years. Mm-hmm. And I was always treated that way. I was always yeah. like, oh, you're just a kid. Uh, you, well, you, you still know. act that way. Well, yeah. that, that's the it, key. Well, that really is the yeah, key. Just it keep the attitude. Probably around. Yeah. The 2000s, where I was like, oh, I'm not the old guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to bring the young people in. Now I'm starting to go, like, what's he doing here? He's too young to be here. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am one of the youngest people yeah, in programming. You are. In you got to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we want you in here. Yeah. Because <laughs> you make us look younger. Yeah, make us look younger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're using you. Okay? <laughs> Soundtrack for a pity party. Monday morning. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. See you then.